Hey everybody, we are hey, hey. we are here. We are excited to finally be reviewing two movies that we saw over the weekend. We did, and uh, we wanted to have these reviews up earlier, but uh, life. life, yeah. There we go. That was beautiful. No, it was life. Yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of where we're at. But we got reviews for you, and then judging by the box office, most of you probably hadn't seen these two movies, anyways. Yeah, so, not at all. <laughs> so we could yeah. still review it for you. Yeah. And it's fitting that we're doing both these reviews in one episode because we saw both these movies in the same day. We did a classic double feature. It was Double Feature Friday for your real pastors. Mm -hmm. Plus Cole. Cole was with us. Yes. And it was a lot of fun. I hadn't had a double feature in, gosh, years. I think Salem might have been a baby. Like, it's been a while. Yeah. Last double feature I had was The Prince of Egypt followed by A Bug's Life. Mm. Yeah, my last double my last double feature was Megamind followed by Skyline, which only one of those was good. I don't remember. I don't even remember Skyline. It was a really anyway, stupid alien movie. Let's yeah. just leave it at that. Gotcha. It's too late for me to ramble. We got some reviews to get to. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're good. So we got reviews for you guys in our first review that we saw. So two movies came out over the weekend that you know one had decent buzz the other one you may have forgotten but that's all right but there's been a big push and the first one is um snake eyes snake and eyes. i found this really cool poster so i was like i'm putting this one up because everyone's seen the other ones so mm -hmm. whoever did this good job sir proud of you but um that's but here poster it is it's really good so as always we will dig into the good the bad the pastor and the dad of these movies and the first one is snake eyes and um, I'll go ahead and start us off, Sir Gary, if you don't mind. Go on ahead. The good of Snake Eyes. So the good for Snake Eyes for me um, was me personally. I know a lot of GI Joe fans will probably disagree with me on this. Um, I liked the idea where they were going with this um, because Snake Eyes has always been a character that he hasn't spoken. He had a you know he took a vow of silence um, due to things that happened in his past. You know originally. And uh, but here we get to see him as a man. We get to see how he becomes Snake Eyes. So that's the honestly what got me into the theater is like I want to see that story. Like how did he become Snake Eyes? How did he get to that point? Um, so so a lot some of the stuff that they had leading up to that and showing, um, you know, how he got to this point, how he became you know, started to train with ninjas and stuff. I'm like okay, all this stuff's really cool. So I liked, you know, I like that side of things. Um, I like some, like, I like the, I forget his name, Henry something. Uh, which, Henry, that, that, Henry Good Godwin? Yeah, something like that. He, he is the guy yeah. who plays Snake Eyes. Honestly, I thought he did a good job. Um, I, I, honestly, I, I mean, most of the people who acted in this movie, most of the actors and actresses, I thought they did a good job um, and, and portraying the characters that they had. Uh, there were certain G.I. Joe characters that did, that were in this and Cobra characters that, that did well. They did well with doing a little bit of world building of like showing you like, Hey, there's this GI Joe world that's going on. Like this does focus on snake eyes the whole time, but mm -hmm. they did say like, Hey, GI Joe and Cobra, they're already working in the background as snake eyes is coming up. And, um, and so I like that they, that they did that. And which, which showed like, Hey, this is a reboot of the GI Joe franchise. Um, so that's some of the stuff that I, that I liked. I thought, um, you know, some of the costumes and stuff were cool. So those are the stuff that I like, but that's um, pretty much what I had at the moment. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll dig into other stuff later. We're trying to be spoiler-free as much as possible. So oh, that's what I have yes. for now. But 
But Glad Gary, go ahead, sir. What What do you think? Uh, the cast in this movie was really good. Henry Golding, which the IMDb machine corrected his last name for me. Uh, Henry Golding. He was really great in this movie. Uh, the cast was really good. Um, and the pacing of this movie was really good. It really wastes no time um, because, you know, it is a very self-aware movie. Um, yeah. I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, so, and I think the trying to think of what else with the good the the way the story revealed itself i i was intrigued by it because yeah. i don't know a whole i know a little bit of gi joe i know cobra's the bad guys correct there you go yeah uh and i wasn't even sure i i meant as it started i was like i forgot to ask if this is tied into the channing tatum bruce willis Dwayne Johnson, GI Joe's. So it's not. No. Right. It's just yeah, a reboot no, of that. Um, so I thought the way that it was paced well, the story, how it flowed was really good, and the acting was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the actors and stuff, especially like that, the Henry, what's his face? Like he did, I thought Goldie. he did a great yeah. job. Go, yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought he did a great job. So um, that was some of the, I mean, that's some of the good about it. Like, and I, I will say this too, like the movie had a whole lot of potential. And you can mm -hmm. see it the entire movie. You're just like, man, there is, there's a lot of good that can come out of this. Um, but I think maybe in transitioning to the bad, and um, I think that they might have tried to do a little too much and cram a little too much in this movie instead of just focusing on him as the character. Um, so with some of the bad, it was just like, like, so that's one thing. The other thing is, you know, we talked about this with Black Widow. This did it too. Daggum shaky cam during the action. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like, mm -hmm. okay, if you have a ninja movie, let me see the ninja-ness. Like, mm -hmm. I want to see it. I want to see the hand-to-hand -hand combat stuff. I want to be able to see the action. And this thing was just shaky as all every from the very beginning, mm -hmm. every action scene scene throughout the whole thing was shaky. And, and it, never it was stopped. just it never stopped. And it was really, really annoying. It was. Uh, yeah, shaky cam. It, it's not creative. It does not look good. Um, the only way that looks good, if it's a, like POV type of movie mm -hmm. and you know, which what's just like one of those and even yeah. that. So stop it with the shaky cam. It's got to stop. Yeah. It only yeah. works in something like Cloverfield. All right. Yes. Where like, yeah, it's supposed to be point. a handheld and they're running. Okay. Mm -hmm. I get yeah. it. It adds to suspense, but when you're just watching a movie, stop shaking the camera. Like why? Yeah. Like it is, it is not needed. Like we, want, we don't like to be taken out of the story, out of the movies, and shaky cam. It, it was just yeah. like it was distracting. Yeah, I, and I get it. You know, the the idea when Jason Bourne, the Bourne identity stuff mm -hmm. happened, I get it. They wanted you to feel like you're right there in the middle of the action, but that 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 feeling's gone. Like it's it's not there. Yeah. Anymore. And you have to film the movie a certain way, and this movie was not filmed in that way to make you mm -hmm. feel like. Like it was almost like because I remember the Born Identity movies. It kind of felt like if you played a video game that had like a sticky cam third person thing, mm -hmm. and it was like so stuff would get shaken stuff because you're really like right on top of this person. But that wasn't what this mm -hmm. movie was. This movie wasn't well, that at all. The way the Jason Bourne movies did it, it was kind of it kind of yeah. It, it felt like you're in the same room with them. Like it mm -hmm. was zoomed in. It was close up. This was trying kind of like I don't know. It just wasn't the same feeling. You know, yeah. a very different type of movie too. And it was just you know. Not great. Yeah. yeah, it just wasn't great. And then 
Um, and there was, uh, I think, Gary, we, we were talking about this yesterday. Uh, the other bad thing is I felt like they needed to commit as a ninja movie. They needed to commit to being either fully ninja or like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like mythical ninja. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they needed to pick one or the other because there was like one specific thing that has to do with like these trials or something. Right. And mm-hmm. the last trial has this whole thing where it's like, OK, you, you've been setting up a lot of. This is real world, legit ninja, ninjutsu stuff. And mm-hmm. then like towards the end of the second act and the whole third act, they went full crouching tiger, yeah. hidden dragon, mythical stuff. And it was just like, it, it just didn't mesh well. And it was like, you need to commit to one or the other. And especially if you're doing the GI Joe stuff, which I know they get ridiculous. All right. Like I get that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, these are, these are high end army people, spies, stuff like that. So they, they could have very much set up with this reboot. Hey, we're going to go as realistic as possible, like a Dark Knight. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. you know, we always go back to something like that, like a Dark Knight setup where, yes, it's superhero and swacky, but you can still ground it in reality. And yeah. that's where I wish they would have gone with this movie and future movies. And I think it probably would have been better. Yeah, you can't do both. And. So the way the story, and, and that's kind of what the story involves. You're, you're talking about this. They're trying to reach this one thing in his training, and no spoiler. And, and you're kind of like, man, what is it? And then it reveals it, and it's like, oh, okay, it's that kind of movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Then yeah, that you can't do both. <laughs> yeah, you know, tone yep. the tone. It was just very off when it came to that. Yes. Um, I mean, even if you look at like this this poster right like this poster shows like i mean i know it's like a cool graphic kind of thing but like this poster and every other poster they had it was like it felt like this is going to be a serious more serious comic book movie Mm -hmm. and they just they just didn't and that was that to me was just such a disappointment and then since they couldn't commit since so between the the shaky cam and not committing to what kind of movie Mm -hmm. they wanted to be i felt like it really hindered the story as well and and this is what killed me, Gary, is like, I don't know about you, but I found myself rooting for Storm Shadow a yeah. lot more than I did Snake Eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stor- yeah. I mean, this dude, like, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but after the movie, you're like, who's who's <laughs> supposed to be the good guy? Who's supposed to be the bad guy? Like, yeah. you know, and I'm, if we're talking about spoilers, I would go into something that, that mm-hmm. really kind of bothered me as the movie ended. Um but uh yeah so just just know if as you see this that that's there's gonna be some conflict there and i don't think it's supposed to be that be that way i don't think it was intended yeah um and well, while they tr- oh, oh go ahead sorry you go ahead please please well it's just while we're on the bad i do want to say one of the worst parts about this movie for me and i, I mentioned this yesterday i thought the script was really bad mm-hmm. um it was written very on the nose um and the and I can't take credit for this comment. I think Dan Merle said it, but I agreed with him. He said throughout the movie, he thought if this cast just had a better script to work with and it's, and it's just, it's just not, if the movie flowed well, but the dialogue was just not good at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm big on dialogue. I noticed more of that than some people, I guess, but I was just kind of like, Oh man, that just, there were scenes where it was just like, just oh, too much, just too much there, you know, too on the yeah. nose. Yeah. Um, well, because there was a there was a lot of instead of you discovering parts of the story as the story went on, they literally would stop and just n- narrate it to you. Mm-hmm. You know, 
like like mm-hmm. uh, there's a, the proper term which is escaping me right now they, they expose they would expose they expository yeah. Yeah. they just expose yeah. it all over you and you're just like mm-hmm. why are we stopping to have this conversation right now like there's no yeah. need like we could have figured this out on the road like and there's creative ways to do this when people do it mm-hmm. uh, again okay i'm sorry and i'm turning into gary now but in batman right. begins right we <laughs> needed we needed a lot of background yeah. information the way they set up that batman but through mm-hmm. flashbacks and mixes of 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 current day like we were able to see the story without being told and i yeah. think that's where a lot of this I, I, the writing got lazy is probably the best way for yes. me to put it yeah it just got lazy instead of being creative they just sat sat us down and told us everything mm-hmm. what's well, like I, like i wanted to scream at one point saying we know his past he's full of vengeance and wants revenge mm-hmm. like he is a Henry Golding is a great actor. He's telling us that you don't have to keep reminding us. Mm-hmm. We get it. You know, keep, let us follow along this character. Every 15 seconds, it was a reminder of this guy's past. Like we know, you know, and it was mm-hmm. that lazy expository. I think that's the word you use writing. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. No, well, like, I, I, I'm a stickler for that. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, like for instance, like, Sorry the, for the, the way the word stickler. I've never used that before. Yeah, but but like the way he the way he got his name Snake Eyes, right? First of all, mm-hmm. they could, he could have found a better reason why he oh, could yeah. found his name. But then later on, that reasoning comes out. Gary, you know what I'm talking about. That reasoning comes mm-hmm. out. He 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 is dabbling. He's thinking about that reason. He realizes that something that he got cheated. Let's just put mm-hmm. it that way. And then when he when it looked like his character was about to make the turn he needed to make to be the hero that one little thing where he realized he was cheated sent him right back on the path and it yeah. was just like you really just needed to find a way to, to have conflict and it was just like lazy yeah. and then and then and then it was lazy at the end because it was like you have all this stuff that happened and then now at the end i'm supposed to root for him like it was like a yeah. real quick no i got to do this so i'm a hero now and it was like yeah. you, you didn't earn that moment I, i'm still i'm still over here and again, and you, this is in the previews. That's why I don't care to say Storm Shadow mm-hmm. because he's in the previews. But like by the end of the movie, I'm like, no, Storm Shadow has a point. Like, yeah. like I don't know how he's a bad guy after this. Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be Billy Zappa from Karate Kid all over again. You know. Yep. Team Storm Shadow. He's the real hero here. <laughs> yeah. But, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you have more, Gary? My bad. No, no. I, I said my, I said my, my, my qualms. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty up and down. So on the pastor side, um, honestly, the main thing that I took from it was just the, um, the idea of empty your heart. Mm-hmm. Like that. That was something that they said. Like, like the fact that he had to let go of all of his vengeance and his anger and everything to be the best like version of himself, if you will. You know, so obviously that was like, yeah, well, that translate well as a pastor. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we have to empty of ourselves and let, you know, God step in and do his work. But like, that was probably the biggest thing for me. Um, you know, that and maybe like Storm Shadow, like giving the guy a second chance and yeah. the importance of seeing the best in people, um, mm-hmm. even if it bites you in the butt. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> so yeah. that's about all I had for that. Yeah, I'm just going to. Agree with what you said, because yeah, I mean that was put really well, and that is, uh, that's really, I mean, that's really the heart of heart of the movie mm-hmm. that they were trying to go with. You know, don't carry things with you and uh, give people a chance. Mm-hmm. So. Which, by the way, if they would have focused even just on that, 
the movie probably would have been shorter and probably would have been better. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hollywood, less is more. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that in our next movie. <laughs> For <Sorry>. real. So, <laughs> yeah. so on the on the dad side, um, it's PG-13, but it, the, the action shows shaky. You don't like say anything. A couple I guys get... Nothing. Yeah, a couple guys get blown up, but you don't see anything. And language is, I don't remember much. So like, it was one F word, but just like real quick. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They use the one the one F word for the PG thirteen. One they get. (laughs) Yeah, and like, and other than that, yeah, Mm -hmm. like there wasn't much in there. So it is PG thirteen for all that kind of stuff. I mean, honestly, this is on par with, other than their one F word, this is on par with any other Marvel movie. Oh yeah. So so, however you judge your Marvel movie. As a parent, judge this one right along with it, like, and you're probably fine. Yeah, yeah, you're good. If you're if you you're, you let your kids watch Black Widow, probably safe to watch this as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So here we are at the end of this uh, this review for Snake Eyes. We're gonna move on. We'll rate this one, and then we'll move on to our next one. And uh, you know, I thought about this one for a little bit. I think I went first last time, Gary. So I'll let you rate this one first, sir. Yeah, um, I wanted to like it more. I really did, but I I got to go two. Right. Um, yeah, two. It just this movie is just like I, I got, like I said, I really want to like it more. But when I left the theater, I kept thinking about you know what I didn't like about it, the shaky cam, you know everything we already said. And uh, honestly, you know, check it out. I, it's worth a watch, but I probably won't revisit it again, and uh, it probably will not be on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so for me, I, you know, I went back and forth. I ended up going a three mainly because it's like, and, and here, and here's what it is for me with a three. If, if you have nothing else to do, you want to kill time. You can kill time and probably semi enjoy yourself. Like this isn't a movie to me. You're going to walk out and be like, what a horrible time at the theater, you yeah, know, like other movies, and, you know? And that's yeah. why for me, I'm like, you know, it's fine. Uh, whether it be shelf worthy or not, maybe if it's in the $5 bin one day, there you go. And yeah. like, you know, and like, and they do build upon this and the other movies get better. And it's like, well, I guess I should have this because it started off this new series. Sure. But am I going to run when it first comes out? No. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, I mean, to me, it was just like, it was fine. Like, yeah, that's I mean, how I left. This fine. isn't Die Hard 5 bad or new other generic action movies bad. I mean, it's not even bad. It's just, eh. Yeah. You, it's, eh. you see it on TNT one day? Maybe like, hey, the real pastors gave this a two and a three. Let's check it out. Let's see if yeah. they're let's see if they're idiots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, all right, you know, three's very mediocre, you know, for me, and just mediocre movie. Gary went two, so a little a little below average, but you know, honestly, I don't think we're too far off on either no. one of those. Wanted to like it more, but I gotta be honest within myself. Yeah, which is complete. I mean, completely understandable. So moving on to the next movie, um, you've got you guys have got that one. Look, Gary's checking out, making sure uh, his Red Sox are. Yeah, I figured. I figured it was. I figured it was like a natural halftime, so I would just peek behind to see what the Sox yeah. are doing. Yeah, so. so that's what we have, Listen, That's what we got, and then um, so now we're moving to our second movie of our double feature. Which, sorry, the graphic on this one, guys. Okay, I told Gary this. When I looked up old poster, it literally just Google just really showed me a bunch of old posters. So this mm-hmm. is all I could find. And so, you know, whatever. I'm sure if I dug a little deeper. But here's what we got. We have an old review. This is a M. Night Shyamalan newest movie. Yeah, and uh, 
And, and you know, as much as I appreciate appreciate these directors or actors coming out before the movie starts saying, hey, thanks for coming back to the theater because it's important. It, it happened in every movie we've seen so far. Yeah. And they've done it at the beginning. And, you know, it's a nice touch. But at the same time, it's like, listen, I just watched 25 minutes of previews. Just start just start your movie, please. And then you get you get that. And then you get all the uh, Warner Bros. You know, <laughs> yeah. The, all that stuff. The, all the people making the movie get a logo. Yeah. You know, 20 seconds. The, the catering movie. company gets a logo, you know. Yeah. Brought to you by HelloFresh. You know, it's like, I mean, what in the world? But yeah, we get it. But we're back. We're watching the movie. You don't have to thank us anymore. Yeah. We're here. Um, yeah, exactly. I was to say, you know, with M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, I don't know. Something like you that. Say what you want about the guy. He he is going to be interesting. It's mm-hmm. going to be either really good. It's going to be bad or bad. Either way, it's going to be bonkers. You know, yeah. and but either way, people like you and I, we're going to the theater to see what he's what he's what he's doing. Next, yeah, like you know? we have to. Like I just feel yeah. like with M Night, even if his latest movie was a huge stinker, like The Happening, right? Like, yeah, you're still checking it out because of his track record with other movies, and with mm-hmm. this one, this is why I was excited because yes, we've had Unbreakable, Split, mm-hmm. Signs, um, you know, Sixth Sense, Glass. Like we had these great movies. Yes, he's had his stinkers. But it's still M night, so we had. Is, the, uh, so yeah. I was like, Gary, we have to go, man. We have to. Is he the Nicholas Cage of directors? Think about. Well, that. he has. He has. He hasn't had the full. The full on like. All right, we're just making B movies in the heck with it. Like, he hasn't <laughs> yeah, had that yet. Yeah. Like Nicholas Cage is like he's similar though because you think about that episode of Community, he's he's either great or just way over the top. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of kind of along the same lines, I think. You know. Yeah. Was a C, but. Yeah. yeah, so old so go ahead, sir. part of our double feature. Okay, the good. Um, very interesting concept. Uh, this trailer was, well, first it was M. Night Shyamalan, so like I said, I was going to see it. I thought the marketing behind this was really good. Um, and uh, like I said, interesting concept. <laughs> Some really good actors. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Yeah, Gary. Gary I didn't like. Struggling. I, I didn't like this movie. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. G- G- Gary, Gary can't hide it back. I know yeah, that's like sorry. me. Like, like I'm which is to be fine. A hater, but I just, I didn't like it. Yeah, which is fine. Listen, <laughs> I, like, I tried to appreciate, you know, different stuff. Like, I appreciated the way he, the cinematography in this. Like, I know some people are annoyed by it, but I like how he uses a camera to help his storytelling. <laughs> um, so, like, I like that, but. Uh, you know, as we'll probably just dig into the bad here, like the bad side of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, I mean, this is a good concept. The actors and stuff in it did a good job. They believed in their roles, um, and and there was there was mystery probably for the first what thirty minutes. There was yeah. mystery. Um, after that, it just kind of all the mystery was taken away and stuff. But so I, I guess the best way to put it. The best part of this movie to me was the beginning. I felt like it had a strong beginning and then it fell apart. I think the start of the second act, it just fell apart after Mm -hmm. that. And so I guess, you know, we don't have really much good to say. We might as well just dig into the bad of this thing. Yeah. And this is what I, so Efren and I hung out yesterday after, after worship with our families and we start, of course we start talking about the movies and what I talked to him about what I said yesterday is the best M Night movies flow really well. Mm-hmm. You know, 
The story really works it works itself. This movie did not do that, in my opinion, at all. Um, and yeah, you're right. By the time when they get to the beach and stuff starts to unfold, and then all of a sudden, it kind of reveals kind of what's going on a little bit. And then it's like it, very similar to Snake Eyes with his past. It was like, okay, now they're doing this. Now they're doing this. Now they're doing this. Now they're doing this. That mixed with some really bad dialogue. I hate to go that there again, but this was some awkward, yeah, unintentional funny dialogue in this movie, and I just was like, oh my gosh, that's so bad, yeah. and and it just uh, took me out of the movie, and and it is just, yeah. So and like I said, that and it's just it wasn't paced very well at all. Mm-mm. You know, it's not a very long movie, but it felt very it did. long. And I don't mind a contained movies. Bottle episodes are some of my favorite episodes of TV shows. You know, this was like M. Night trying to make The Twilight Zone, but like, just, I don't know. It, it's like, it's like J.J. Abrams helped him finish it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, and I hate being negative. I hate, but I just, I just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. No, which is, which, like, and I think that's the problem because you and I, we talked about this. We had the same thought, but we're like, oh, is this going to play out like some of our favorite Twilight Zone episodes? Mm-hmm. And if it was, I think we both would have been like, this is this is great. Was, a, a new yeah. twist to those episodes. Fantastic. I love it. Mm-hmm. And but it's like I said, like some of the dialogue. OK, so like one where Gary and I just started dying laughing. So this is one character who obviously has a, a mental illness, maybe like a dementia or something. They don't explain it. There's just something going on there. And no, we're not he starts, laughing at his illness, by the way. We're not no, yeah. No, we're not laughing at the illness. It was the bad writing. <laughs> it and was, so he, yeah. yeah. So he just starts quoting movies and wants to get people to quote one movie. And he just says, does anybody watch movies in the middle of like this really intense like moment where they're trying to figure out what to do. Someone's dying, right? That and was actually like, my favorite part. Uh, <laughs> I know. And it, yeah. like, it was funny because I, and I yeah. we laughed out loud. And I turned to Gary and I was just like, man, that's us, homie. Like, we're just- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I, no spoilers necessarily, but we just got to explain it. Like, he yeah. has – so this character, it starts to reveal that he is battling – is it's early onset dementia, I guess? I guess. Uh, you know, I, I, and yeah. there's a part where he has to do something serious and he just – he goes, what is the name of that movie with Jack Nicholson and Marlon Brando? Yeah. Does anyone know the name? And he keeps going back to that. And then and they're all trying to figure out their problems. And, and in the background, you hear him say, let's deal with the problem at hand. Is anyone knowledgeable about movies? <laughs> yeah. And I, I literally, we both busted out laughing at that <laughs> yeah. line. But uh, yeah. yeah. Because it was so like out of place. And like <laughs> that's was. the thing. It's just it like. Okay, the guy's obviously struggling with a mental illness. You'd think there'd be a better way to show it than him yeah. just like randomly like saying stuff. Yeah. Like it was just so weird. But he said it. Oh, he said it. He kept going back to that. It was almost yeah. like when they wrote this, it was almost like an inside joke but with the guys writing the movie with referencing that. Yeah. Um, like hit on it a couple of times, but it just kept going back to it. Yeah. You know? And um, but the best part. Go, I want to go back to a good bit. The best part of this movie was the guy who played that guy. His acting was great. Yeah, um, it was. And uh, just a couple other people. But uh, there was another one. Uh, very um, going back to that that word. Uh, some of the dialogue. One character. His name's Jaron, and his dialogue is very expository. I think we're using yeah. the right word. Expository. You know. Yeah, it was very like you know. My, I am a nurse. My name is Jaron. 
and it's like he just goes to say like at the beginning and stuff like that and then <laughs> don't worry i was on the high school swim team <laughs> yeah you know and then yeah. Yeah, and just and like that, like, by the way, people, just like that. Yes, I mean, just like that. And I've seen, and it's just, it was just awkward. And there's one line, I, I don't want to, no spoilers, I'm sorry, but something happens, and this lady just goes, Does anyone want to talk about what just happened? Like, mm -hmm. should we all gather and talk about this? And it's just yeah. like, this is weird, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, and it was like, and I think we're using the right term. If we're not, whatever, we're uh, Yeah. But it's but, late, folks. Yeah, I know. And we've been trying to get our kids to bed and stuff, so give us Heck a break. Heck yeah. But it, it is. And it was, I just, it was just, all that stuff was so bad. And here's the other thing that killed me is normally with M. Night Shyamalan movies, you have no idea what's going on to the very end. Mm -hmm. And the two things that killed it for me was literally half at the halfway mark of this movie, they literally just read to you what's, what's, what the problem, what's going on. Yeah. Like, like probably like halfway through the first act, they show you they show you something where you're like, okay, which where Gary and I were like, oh, if this is going Twilight, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so they literally just show you that. And then halfway through, they find this notebook and they literally just read to you exactly what's happening. And you're just like, oh, okay. So all the mystery is gone. And then so, like I told you yesterday, Gary, once I already figure out what's going on, everything after that, if you don't get to the point, just feels like it's way too long. Mm -hmm. It happened to me with Interstellar, figure that movie out within 30 minutes two hours of just torture for me. Um, but so it was just like the same things like, okay, we know what's going on, get to the point. And it took mm -hmm. forever. And then there was just like the scene with the two teens was awkward. Like there's that whole awkward scene, I, uh, which was just, which I think every critic has said that. Yeah. Very, very unnecessary. unnecessary. Cause it didn't amount to anything again, bad writing. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't play on to what else they were trying to say. Like, okay. And, and, and I'm just going to, you brought it up. We'll talk about it. <laughs> you know, who knows when we'll talk about this movie again. But everyone else, they were they were aging, but mm -hmm. mentally same age, right? Yeah. Except for this part, they do all this other stuff that doesn't really line up just to have just to have this one thing happen. Conflict. Yeah. The, the, the conflict that added nothing to the story, mm -hmm. and it was it. I felt very uncomfortable watching it. Yeah, you know? and, it, and it was, and it was, and it was written off as I'm getting flooded by all these thoughts and emotions since we're aging yeah. so rapidly. So it's like, so yeah, so their their mind did age. However, mm -hmm. like it's still you know it didn't age the same way as everyone else because they're not gaining knowledge and learning little by little like everyone else. They're just exactly. being flooded yes. with stuff. So they're still, you know, the age they started. And yeah. again, just lazy writing. They need they just needed something some kind of conflict, which they took that whole part out. You could have mm -hmm. saved yourself 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, so it, 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 to me, it just felt like, hey, we got to make sure this is a feature-length film. So let's just mm -hmm. add something to pat the stats mm -hmm. a little bit. And then, yeah. and, then the, and then again, and then the ending. Um, usually M. Night Shyamalan movies, when they end, they end and you're just like, whoa. Yeah. This did not do that. It ended. It, it did a Lord of the Rings ending. Were you like, are we done? Oh, no, we're not done. Okay, now we're done. Oh, we're not done. We're still going. Okay. Oh, now we're done. Oh, we have another ending? Like, it, yeah. again, I love Lord of the Rings, but Return yeah. of the King has that multiple ending mm -hmm. thing for no reason. And it, it and when we, they just explained everything to you, it mm -hmm. was like that I didn't need to see all that. Like, they should have ended, like I told you yesterday, there's this one line, you don't even mm -hmm. see the character. If they would have just ended with that character doing that thing with that one line, then pff, perfect. Oh, yeah. It should have ended just like that. 
Yep, it would have made it much better. The the flow would have been, but it it's just tagged on. It was almost like it felt like they they had that ending, and then they were like they just they just didn't want to stick to it, and they just felt like they had to explain even more, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like no, we know what's going on, we get it, you know. Yeah. It's like we're not dumb, <laughs> you know. Some people are. I don't know. Maybe we are. Yeah. I don't know. Who maybe knows? maybe we're dumb. I don't know. But yeah. I don't know. Either. <laughs> so but. So, yeah, I mean, we could just go on, I guess, more, but you guys get the gist of this thing. Um, so, I mean, on the pastor side of things, honestly, Gary, I mean, other than other than don't waste your don't waste the life you have. Don't wait. I mean, that, that was I, that was the message that was really, of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Don't time. Time flies. Enjoy. Enjoy the moments you have. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So. Kind of straightforward. Um, with the dad one, I mean, I ain't taking my kids to see this. Like, there's just too much stuff that's just too. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, yeah, it's PG-13, but I'm just like, like my yeah, kids this, don't need this... to see this at all. Like, even no. if they're teenagers, there's no need for them to see this. Yeah. I mean, because like, there was some stuff in there, content-wise, I was just like, like we said, that the uncomfortable scene, and there's just, mm-hmm. there's just stuff in here that just didn't need to be in there, and. And then some, well, some of the scary elements to it. Yeah. Know, it's, it's yeah. Very creepy. Very, movie. Yeah. Yeah. And very creepy, yeah. very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we had one of the guys we work with was actually leading devotion at our staff chapel today. And he, he, he mentioned that his son was scared by the trailer for this. <laughs> yeah. Had nightmares by it. And I was like, yep, I get that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. Not M Night's worst, but far from his best. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, very far. I and I do, think that's what. Like, what do you think right. of this, Gary? Do you think? Do you think like? See, that's what I say. Like, I'm trying to think: is this movie really as bad as it is as a movie, or is it a bad because I know M Night wrote and directed it, and he has a standard that he set for himself? Yeah, I think so. I th- I think. Because that's the thing, you just never know what you're going to get with him. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think part of the reason why you and I didn't like it is what we already talked about, but also we grew up watching The Twilight Zone. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, and I, and I know M. Night, same, you know, loves it as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is his Twilight Zone movie, but the best thing about Twilight Zone is most of the time they stuck the landing, you know? Yeah. Um, and when we kind of saw that and realized, oh, he didn't stick that Twilight Zone landing, it was kind of disappointing. Yeah. You know? Um, and it kind of goes back to maybe we're just upset because we didn't get what we wanted, but that on top of the pacing and the dialogue, just yeah. not, not a great movie in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think I told this to you. So in the end credits, it says, based on whatever novel, I think it was called Sandcastle or something. Sandcastle, like yes. And so... And, and here's and here's what I, I suspect, Gary. When he writes, like when it's a legitimate, his own idea, his own story he wants to tell, it feels mm-hmm. like that's when he nails it. When he tries mm-hmm. to tell somebody else's story, that's where he fails. Yeah. Um, you know, because if, if, I, if I remember correctly, like the happening was written by someone else and he directed it. And I think... Um, Lady in the Water was like some novel or something. Yeah, I can't really like like some of his stinkers. Like I don't know about the village. Village was mediocre to me, but like I think that one might have been his own idea. But I think he tried something new too fast, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, the Last Airbender, based off of a cartoon show, complete trash. Um, mm-hmm. 
but then of course his other stuff like we've talked about mm -hmm. that was his stories were good and i just yeah. wonder if maybe that was some of this issue was he wanted to stay true to that but still write it his way and maybe yeah, it, he just that. doesn't do good like that like just just do yeah. your own stuff man well it's kind of like i mean we've talked about it if we try to preach someone else's sermon you know yeah it's just it's not it's a lot of times it doesn't come across good because you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's not you know original i guess i don't know but yeah but yeah i i do obviously i'm not gonna write this well but i do recommend people checking out because some people might see this and be like that was really creative is it people are either gonna love it or, or or have the reaction we did i think yeah um so yeah i do recommend people see it not not a fun watch <laughs> a little depressing you know uh very depressing but you know yeah find out for yourselves because film yeah. is subjective yeah and and even then like if you're like oh well i like movies that are a lot more uh was if you like tragedies that's probably the best way to put it mm -hmm. if you're a person who likes tragedies then you'll probably like this movie but if but i'm telling you if you do not like tragedies you will not like this movie if you like a happy ending if you like things to work out um if you like this no none of that like this is a straight up tragedy mm -hmm. um like in this in like in the shakespeare version like yeah. this is a, that's what it is and so if you don't if you don't like tragedies if you don't like super sad emotional endings existential existential crisis if you don't like that don't even bother yeah not for you not Which, for you i'm all for that if it's just executed well <laughs> yeah so um so i guess it's time to rate this thing gary and uh and man then this one and this this one's tough for me it's, um, I've been wrestling with this for three days, or how I don't however long it's been. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, um, as as I thought about this, I was thinking about its rating. Um, like I can't, I see. So I'm just I'm just landing on a two. That's that's where I'm landing. I'm landing mm -hmm. on a two. Um, this is one like I definitely won't revisit. Um, yeah. I I don't care. I won't. It won't be bought. It won't be on the shelf. Um, honestly, I probably, you know, I, I just, I don't know of anyone I would say, yeah, you should go watch this movie. I have, I wouldn't recommend this to anybody, but it mm -hmm. wasn't like this utter dumpster fire that I can't stand like a yeah. green lantern movie that I'm like to give it a one, you know? And so like, yeah. and that's my thing. Like, it wasn't like, I hated absolutely everything about this. This was a total waste of my time. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I did. I didn't like it at all, but you know, it wasn't like, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want my money back. Let's put it that yeah. way. If I'm giving something a one, I'm probably getting my money back. Like, or, yeah. you know, like I would want to, I, w I wouldn't be that person, yeah. but I would want to get yeah, my money back. Want to. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, um, yeah, I think it's not a one, but yeah, two, I, I've, two's definitely, mm -hmm. you might as well leave them up there. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I would recommend it to people who are fans of M night because, you know, people are, either going to, People have different other people. I didn't like the village at all. People, I knew people that loved that movie. Mm -hmm. um, I thought the village is much better than this. Um, oh yeah. But, oh yeah. But yeah, too. I like. I I can't imagine revisiting this um, or buying it. But uh, yeah. yeah, two. Yep, that's yeah. that's all we got for that. And so yeah, I mean, I that's what we got. You guys have heard us um, talk about it. 
Um, let us know in the comments what you thought about Snake Eyes, what you thought about Old, if you watched it. Or if you're just like, yeah, no, based on what you guys said, my taste is like y'all's. I ain't watching it. Hey, let us know. We just want to yeah. know. And because, uh, I mean, that's all we had, two. I mean, listen, three. Gary got two, two twos. I got a three and a two. Either way, these weren't the best movies out there. And hopefully our next there. double feature will be better movies. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have that. Um, hey, but we got more movies coming out. We got we more movies to watch. And mm -hmm. uh, hopefully we got better things coming. And, you know, uh, Gary, I'm ready to be like, yo, this is like the best movie. Like I'm ready to watch a uh, Ford versus Ferrari again. You know, something just absolutely yeah. a absolute masterpiece. Yep. And I know we might have to wait a little bit, but I'm, I can't wait to watch something that good again. Oh, maybe one day. Yeah. So far, the best movie I've seen this year, and I haven't seen a ton of them, is probably A Quiet Place 2, mm. which hits shelves tomorrow. Yeah, uh, so go pick that up or Thank rent I... it if you haven't seen it yet, which you should have yeah. seen in the theater, but whatever. Um, very excited about that one. And we, uh, yeah, so if you, if you missed out the review on that, go check it out. A Quiet Place 2, review, Real yeah. Pastors. So here are thoughts. Now, on that one, I will say, very good movie. Yeah, I was very, way more excited reviewing that than I was. Yeah, especially like, this movie. Ironically, the two best movies this year, well, not ironically for Quiet Place Two. I mean, greatness was expected out of that, but mm -hmm. that and Godzilla versus Kong, like the two yeah. best movies we've seen. Yeah, yeah, you know, this year um, so far. Theater wise, that's that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll probably think of something else later, but yeah. Red Sox just hit a home run, by the way. I, I I was trying not to get too excited. <laughs> they took the lead as the show was going on, so yeah, we have to do more shows during games. <laughs> there we go. So there you go, folks. That's what we have for you. There's our reviews. Let us know your thoughts down Thanks in the for comments. Watching. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe. And we will be back at you on Friday for uh, talking, hopefully talking to Batman. Talking to Batman. Batman. And, Batman uh, the movie. Yep. And uh, hopefully. We'll have some other great stuff to watch. So is, we may we may even need to talk about Gary. I'll leave this real quick about the new um, Flashpoint image of Batfleck. I don't know if you've seen that. I'll have to send it to you. Maybe what? we'll discuss about that briefly before we dive in. So Man. that's all we have, folks. Have a good night. Now Gary's all flustered and excited. We'll see you guys Cliffhanger. soon. Cliffhanger. <laughs> see you, everybody. <laughs>